Yeah, and he's like, there's not as many wanted posters out there for me as I <laughs> used to have. I used to be the most famous bank robber in the world. I'm Robert Therrell. I'm Chase Bridges. And we both want to be screenwriters. So listen along as we find out how. Each week, we'll outline a new short film. And maybe even write some of our favorites. This is Written By... We're back. Hey. Welcome up, to man? Written By, the number one podcast in the world. You right know, right behind yeah, all the other right ones. Right behind every other podcast. <laughs> Not just screenwriting podcasts, just all of them. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> and they're all better than ours. Is that the official slogan of the yeah, podcast? Yeah, we open every it's one become with that. that. Yeah. I just yeah. said it one time because uh, <laughs> I think we were both feeling a little insecure about our place in the podcast world. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, who doesn't? Who with yeah, the man, I mean, uh, Well, our guest does it. Yeah, hey, yeah. we have a guest today. Robert, introduce our guest. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just remembered. <laughs> like you're about to do the whole podcast without me. You're like, oh, we do have a guest. <laughs> that would be really funny if we had cameras. No, you're just an audience member. We were just going <laughs> to. I'm just going to clap for you. Yeah. Can you imagine if we had cameras and we just did the whole episode without him and just cut to him every once in a while? <laughs> oh, hey. Man. Ladies and gentlemen, today's guest is one of the funniest people we know. He's a writer, a podcaster, a memer, Joel Olstein fanboy, internet whiz kid, and a white rapper. That's right. You may know him for the, as the founder of Deuteronomy Memes, which has amassed 290,000 followers on Instagram. You may know him as the co-host of Church Stories Podcast. You, know, you may know him for his musical performances in songs such as the Homeschool Anthem, Broke for Christmas, and the Worship Song Song. You may, you may have seen his work as a co-writer on Shaba Ramos' Instagram Reels and TikToks, which have amassed millions of views. You may know him as a commentator on Dream Natch Island <laughs> for that, that one time where he inexplicably woke up on an island and <laughs> commentated wrestling. You may know him as that guy who's Mormon for one month out of the year. <laughs> He's a sketch writer, a songwriter, a stand-up, all-around funny dude. Give it up for P.D. Bachman. I'm going to listen to that one. Wow. I feel lazy. Yeah. Yeah, you do a lot, dude. <laughs> I guess I do. I you do. It's going to sound much better when I put the Kanye West Champions instrumental underneath <laughs> oh, it, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, I want black skinhead. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> we, can do, we can do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, welcome to Written by P.D. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. We're a little bit more lax. Audience wise, so feel free to uh, cuss a bunch. No, I'm joking. Oh, Don't yeah. cuss. But uh, we are. And I'm little... going to talk about Trump. I'm yeah. going to talk so much Trump on this one. Like uh, last episode, Robert talked about drinking a little bit, Ooh. a little drinky winky. Oh, because yeah. he's not a child of the Lord, I guess. <laughs> hey, I, I I grew up Presbyterian, so that's okay over there. Yeah. I was. Uh, I couldn't think of a funny word. I was gonna say a funny word to match that, like uh, equestrian. That's oh, a horse, like pescatarian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for loco for communion. <laughs> uh, Robert, you take it away because you're the smart one. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was trying to think of questions, and I think like the thing I really want to know about you is like you know going over the intro. Like you do a lot of types of writing and. Here on this show, we're more focused on like the traditional like screenwriting, but you you do like a lot of non-traditional things oh, yeah, like social media videos. Like, <laughs> yeah, here let me I'll break it down. So if Chase or Robert were to write a scene, it'd be like exterior hallway. The pastor <laughs> walks into the room. He glances over to the right, and I'm just like, it's the quadrinity. That's, uh, <laughs> it's the so it's a little different. <laughs> uh, our last guest, Shama. Mm-hmm. Uh, said to me one time, I don't know if this was in confidence or not, but I'm gonna say it. He said, PD is the the best comedy writer he's ever seen." Wow. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah, he's he told me that. that. Yeah. 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 And I, think I agree. That, yeah. PD don't miss. And if Thank he does, you. I haven't seen it. <laughs> he keeps it wrapped up. <laughs> but what I was really curious about is, I think we could probably attribute a lot of the success that we've had as a group to the meme page. And I feel like yeah. that's a meme creation is probably like a joke writing format in and of itself. 
but not a lot I of people have really written no about or anything. For me, <laughs> you don't. Why not? I got popular. <laughs> it takes nothing. Okay. You, there's a everybody's on board with the joke already. Yeah. That's how memes work. There's a popular okay. image. You take the image and put uh-huh. whatever your niche like caption is over it. So yeah. it's just the easiest thing in the world. Well, I would discredit <laughs> it though, yeah. because I'm gonna be real. I can't make memes. Like I'm not good. I've tried. I've tried to. It's though, not like we try to make memes for written by and it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, so I wouldn't discount so that. Maybe yeah. I should walk back my claims about having no respect. <laughs> because that's the community I'm in. I, I do love making memes. I think it's fun. I just don't. I think, like, anyone can do it is the difference. Uh-huh. Yeah. And not everyone yeah. can be a writer or comedy writer. Yeah. Because it's a lot of drag and drop with memes. It's like building a, Squarespace, a Squarespace website. It, which brings <laughs> us to our sponsor for this episode. <laughs> can you imagine? Squarespace. That would be segue of the year. Yeah. So what, what was, like, the first... Like your first foray into comedy, like was it was it doing stand up? Was yeah. it just like messing around with? Well, I, I think church or? would okay. be the first one. So me, me and Shama, like our comedy trajectories are tied together, like through every step of the way, pretty much, because yeah. we met when I was like eight in church. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, but we would just goof off before service. I remember Shama; he was given it was like the, the Shama time slot, like five to ten minutes every single week at youth group. And he would go up and do whatever. So like it'd be a game, it'd be a rant, it would be just whatever Shama thought of mm-hmm. every single week. And then he would invite us up to do stuff. And I remember I, I got to come up with some stuff like Morning was a talk show that we did. <laughs> it was a complete ripoff of uh, Between Two Ferns. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we had, I think y'all both know Thomas Hooper. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he was the host. He would wear a suit every single week. And <laughs> he was dedicated the to the gimmick pit. of the show was that we wouldn't tell the guests that they were the guests. He would pick somebody out of the audience and they were the guest. And one time we got the pastor. Wow. Yeah, that was that was a big week that was for wow. us. Yeah. Top of our ratings in <laughs> <laughs> the morning. But yeah, just random stuff like that. And then Shama tells me that he's hosting an open mic. This is when I was 15. And mm-hmm. I just I said yes. I was like, I'll do it. Even though I had zero writing experience, I, I had no idea what I was doing. So I just stole all the jokes. I think I've told Chase the story. Yeah, and yeah. I thought it was super interesting. I just stole this, everything yeah. from Reddit. <laughs> and then I killed. And then, you know, Shama had to talk with me. And then I had to write my own jokes. So Which that was, is a big step. It was a big step. Mm. I bombed horribly <laughs> the first time. Do you, do you remember any of those jokes? I think one of them I just I thought it'd be funny if I said I was in the WNBA because I'm not a woman. <laughs> like, <laughs> Is that what you would do? Like you just walk up and be like, hi, I'm PD and I'm in the WNBA. I think that might have been my own. <laughs> like, I would have laughed. <laughs> so how how did how did you like fine-tune the art of like joke writing for like stand-up like going from <laughs> wnba to where you're at now i think it's just the humiliation of that yeah. the set where mm-hmm. i didn't get a single laugh so that, i i have a question not to interrupt you mm-hmm. but before we leave this subject was there ever a thought in your head of like oh i'm not doing this again or were you like i have to do it again i just gotta get better at I, it I think it was just because I was younger. Because I think if it happened now and I got humiliated <laughs> like that, I'd run away and never do stand up again. But yeah. I was 15, so I had—I don't know—I was just so determined to come back yeah. and and kill it. And I actually had a great set the next week, and it just kept going good after that. But my my jokes weren't great. Yeah. I look back on a lot of the stuff. Some of them hold up to me. Some of 15-year-old uh-huh. PD's jokes, but <laughs> a lot of them don't. Yeah. Dude, I was thinking about that earlier this week that, like, I feel like humiliation is, like, inevitable for any sort of, like, creative, but you you kind of want that and you want that as early as possible. Like, there's nothing sadder than, like, <laughs> seeing someone that's, like, a whiz kid and has become famous, like, getting humiliated for the first time, like, very publicly, yeah. you know? You definitely want to get humiliated early. Yeah. <laughs> like Chance the Rapper put out just premium stuff oh, all the yeah. way until the big day. And like, yeah, yeah. If he was just like every other artist and put out the crappy stuff first, first. it wouldn't <laughs> have been a bad. Yeah, that's yeah. A good. Maybe I. Maybe that's my. Uh, maybe that's what I need to do. Yeah, because I'm I'm early in my career because uh-huh. I try to be a professional wrestler for a while. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> 
Dude, fail hard, fail fast. In the back of my head, I always think about being a professional wrestler, but then I'll see all the bruises and stuff that we have on them, and I'm like, maybe not. I I experienced humiliation early on in trying to be a wrestler. Oh, I bet. A lot. (laughs) Uh, Well, they try to humble the new people immediately, right? Yeah, and it's like they... It's a very much a thing of like harass and bully the new people yeah. because only the people that stick around deserve to be here. So the fact that, you know, you went up and you totally bombed and it was humiliating, but you showed up the next week shows perseverance and, and gains respect in the, in the world yeah. of wrestling. And then I kept showing up and that's, I, I learned a lot that I wasn't even really aware that I was learning of like how long each sentence needs to be and what words go where and where to pause and stuff. So it's like that. I really credit uh, Coffee Underground with me knowing how to do comedy. Which is a, a local kind of comedy club. Yeah, it has this little theater in the back that seats like 60 people. So it would be about anywhere from like 20 to 40 people every week. And on bad weeks, it'd be like 10 people spread out. Yeah. Those, and that's hard. Fun. And it's also like, it's like a smaller room. Mm-hmm. I, I was listening to some podcast and uh, Dana Carvey was talking. And he said, uh, small rooms make for the best comedy. Yeah, low ceiling, dark lighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's like, because the bigger the room, the laughter doesn't like bounce back. Or I don't know, it's something about energy. And so I It's that something about having everybody packed in together. Because we, this is something that we found out about our live show, is that we should have removed all the seating options from the back of the room. Because yep. everybody's <laughs> just going to go there when you need everybody packed in. Yeah. yeah. So they feel each other's energy and they feel more comfortable laughing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So writing wise, we talked to Shama, who was our last guest, about how you guys write all of the stuff for his Instagram, like the reels and the TikToks and everything. Mm-hmm. And he talked about, you know, you guys collaborating a lot. Uh, but what is like your side of it? Like, how do you does Shama usually be like, hey, can we write something about this? And then you write some jokes or like, how does that work? As far as the premises, it's like 50 50. So it's, we're really involved in both sides of it like the coming up with the premises and all the one-liners it's usually one-liners which i really enjoy because it's so easy to write for like an insane pastor yeah (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so somebody comes up with a premise we shoot the premise to the other person and we just start firing in the notes app which is fun Yeah. yeah which makes it fun sometimes like screenwriters and stuff which robert you can butt in if you disagree but it seems like a lot of times screenwriters are miserable while they're writing <laughs> and, and then afterwards they're just like i wrote something yeah i remember when i was bussing tables when i was 16 i heard a bunch of writers say like well all writers hate writing and it was like yeah see that's kind of a cliche but part of me i don't know i don't always feel that way yeah i love writing yeah yeah like i think it's fun and like there are like all sorts of things I could be doing right now. Like I could be back at Starbucks making coffees, but yeah. here I am like yeah. sitting down, just getting to put my imagination on a page and like, you know, there are days where it's tough, but I think the hardest part about writing is if you're just not in the mood to write. Yeah. But a lot of yeah. writers will be like, you're going to force yourself to write. And that's why they have hard days writing. I think if you just, you know, write, when you feel like it. it's like the hardest part of meditating is making yourself sit down. Yeah. 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 That's all I got. Uh-huh. <laughs> I am a little insulted. No one uh, complimented my new shoes. Oh, wow. They're so white. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow. I'm wearing two different shoes. Uh, are you really? <laughs> Whoa, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you have to one up me like that, man? <laughs> my bad. I... Did you do that on purpose? Yeah. You're an enigma. <laughs> Dude, one, one so. more one more question before we <laughs> get to the get to this short film outline. I'm just curious, like in general, like what are what are some what are some things that inspire you? Like as far as writers, comedians? Uh, I'd say like my early inspiration, it was SNL. It was like that I fell in love with sketch comedy. Like what era of SNL? Andy Samberg, Amy mm. Poehler, okay. Bill Hader, Fred Armisen. That cast still my favorite insane. cast, yeah. but I've heard the cast you grow up with is your favorite cast. Yeah, so uh, and that's true for me. I don't know—is that true for you? Like, what was the first cast you watched? I mean, I—I I, I was honestly a little late to SNL, so it kind of was. It was like kind of like on the tail end of Andy Samberg, but I still like. I look back at like the, yeah, kind of that same cast. I love the I love the Tina Fey and Amy Poehler back yeah. and forth. That's, and then SNL mm-hmm. made me 
like, or I was already into politics <laughs> at that age too. Mm-hmm. So then I got all the references on SNL and uh, I sketch comedy, like Jimmy Fallon uh, and then Chappelle, I think were my favorite <laughs> sketch yeah. people. Jimmy, cause he always broke and I was very entertained by that. As uh, a yeah. And then Chappelle is just like the wildest stuff I had ever come across in my life to that point. It's also like a culture shock for you, I'm sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> somebody said that they didn't like know the word cracker until not too long ago. I was like, I found Chappelle. I yeah. really I've always known the word cracker. Yeah. Well, my dad said it all the time. So that's how I do it. <laughs> and that was my dad for some reason. Like they were really strict about what I would watch, but occasionally my dad would be like, hey, come watch this. It'd be the first episode of Chappelle show. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's really cool. But then he would get mad when I was like eight years old and sharing the sketches to my Facebook. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think people's dads are kind of like really influential. Like, and like not everybody has great dads, but people's dads are like really influential into like their things that they're passionate about later. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. what, do you have an example? Oh, totally. Like my dad, like made it a point to like because i have a ton of siblings but he made it a point to like on certain nights like just have me in the room with him and he introduced me to star wars and indiana jones and like the that's a good you know dad. that classic like spielberg eras so, yeah. yeah yeah my dad would take me to the movies every once in a while like it, it would have to be like a big movie that he would want to go see so like my biggest i think this is the reason i want to be an actor my dad took me to see gi joe the first live action gi joe yeah. movie and I was so invested in that movie. I was screaming like at the top of my lungs during the explosions and stuff. I was like, oh! <laughs> and I didn't even know I was doing it. Like I was so into the movie. How old were you? I was like, uh, 12, 12. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Really? Yeah. I was way too old. Also, that's, no, that's still, that's a great age. For and me. and yeah. my dad like hit me and he was like, shut up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, sorry. But like he would take me to see movies like that. And I super passionate about movies ever since. Do you have something like that? I mean, you talked about the Chappelle show. Yeah, I'm not like movies. I am not anywhere near as into movies as you two. But, but you're into um, comedy. I am into yeah. comedy. Yeah. So TV shows like Silicon Valley, 30 Rock, The Office, seasons one through five. Um, <laughs> <laughs> gotta, make, gotta make that yeah. disclaimer. Yeah. Parks and Rec 2. How I Met Your Mother was the first time that I remember like bonding with characters. Uh, same wow. thing for me. Same thing for me. How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, yeah, um, and then that show fell off a cliff. I too, watched it again but... recently, and it did not hold up. Yeah, and that I broke my heart. I haven't done that, but don't, <laughs> don't hold on to it. <laughs> I'm afraid to rewatch because of the laugh track. That's what kind of ruins it. Yeah, yeah see, I, I got into I got into that show late. I watched it like my senior year of college. Really, I do. I do think it's the best show I've seen with a laugh track. I think. You know the worst one? Big Bang Theory. Yep. That yep. show sucks. Have you ever seen the, the videos where they take out the laugh track? It's like a psycho yeah. yeah. Friends is like that too, which I kind of like Friends. So I, I used to be into, I used to watch a lot of movies and TV shows, but then like lately I've been so into, I listen to so many podcasts and I watch so much professional wrestling yeah. that I've kind of just tossed mm-hmm. TV shows and movies aside a bit, unless there's something I really yeah. want to watch. He went and saw Jungle Cruise and yeah. Old. <laughs> yeah. he, he went out to see Old, Robert. <laughs> I just looked at the selection. I was like, what's going to entertain me the most? I think M. Night and The Rock. Yeah, which I, I, I liked Jungle Cruise a lot. Have you seen it yet? I haven't. You should see it. I think okay. you'd like it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's old, you don't have to. I, I yeah, don't see it. I <laughs> going to see that one. Oh, I'm so curious about Old. All right, let's let's, let's write say, our own yeah. version let's of old. Get, yeah. yeah, our own masterpiece. Honestly, I kind of want to put old in the bowl and see if we can do it better. <laughs> I've actually submitted for the bowl. He yeah. has. Yeah. What if we pulled his? That'd be crazy. I was thinking about that earlier. Yeah, because we don't. A lot of people that I talk to out in the wild, they think that we pick. Yeah, that's what I thought uh-huh. too. I wondered if it was nope, actually a completely bowl. random. Yeah. yeah. All right, we gotta. I forgot this was even in here. Oh, this might be a listener one. I don't know. Oh, but before we, got, we get to, I just want to say my favorite episode. Drunk Titanic Survivor. Oh, Thank it's my you. favorite. Yeah. Yes. It's my favorite yes. too. It's up there. I don't know if it's my favorite, but I love it a lot. Uh huh. All right. We got Bank Robbery. Man, I put this in here. <laughs> oh, okay. I, okay. <laughs> I remember exactly why too. Because I had a dream and I woke up and I was like, I got to put this in the bowl. Okay. My dream was. Wait, um, so this could be based on a true story, but the true story is, is my dream. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and we don't have to do this. Okay. This is just what my dream was. Okay. 
I had a dream that this dude walked up to me and was like, I'm robbing this bank tomorrow at 3 p.m. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, you do that. And then after he left from telling me that, I started thinking about it. And I was like, how convenient would it be if I robbed the bank at 2.30 <laughs> and then I'm leaving right as the cops are showing up and he arrives to rob the bank, he takes the fall. Because, you know, he's showing up with a gun. He's showing up with a bag with a dollar sign on it. And he's going to be like, I'm robbing the bank. And then, boom, the cops bust down the door because they were just called about my robbery. And they'd be like, who was your partner? And he wouldn't obviously know. But then they would think he was just not snitching. So he would go to jail for a long time. And I wouldn't get caught. So I did that. <laughs> so you went through with it. I went through with it in the dream. So, but I made a mistake. I told my sister and her friend that I was robbing the bank at 2.30. And they showed up at two o'clock and did the same thing. And so I show up to rob the bank. Their bank robbery didn't go as planned. So they're still struggling to get the money in the bags. I'm helping them trying to get this money in the bags. We start taking off the dude that's supposed to be there at 3 PM shows up and he's like, what's going on? I'm like, no time to talk, grab this money. Let's run. And then we ended up as like a group of four on the run from the police. That was a very stable, cohesive story in a dream. That, I was, yeah, was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Well, there was a lot more, but this was the beginning of the dream. <laughs> Normally, uh -huh. dreams are just like, it'll start that way, and then you're on an island. Yeah. Well, And then you're old. Yeah. The, and then you're old. <laughs> like, it gets weirder. Like, while we're running from the cops, we end up on this dirt road that's flooding, and then I'm having to, like, jump from the back of a truck into the driver's seat, and my grandma's in the front seat. But I didn't want to put all that in this. Yeah. Okay. Can I just can I just uh, give a small spoiler for old? They're old because of minerals. <laughs> minerals, <laughs> minerals. <laughs> I just want to say that. Uh, that's funny. I was curious because I didn't want to watch the movie, but I was like, I wonder why they are old. Okay, what if the bank makes you old? <laughs> I don't think we could do that. I think our listeners would feel cheated. <laughs> okay. Yeah, bank right. robbery. We have bank robbery. Okay, because we, I think, I think the options we have are it's either, it's about the person robbing the bank or like a bank's getting robbed and it's like about the person on the other side of the glass or maybe like about a bystander or something. Maybe yeah. the bystander's thinking about stopping the robbery or something. Or, or there are two robberies that are accidentally planned at the same time. Oh yeah, that would be interesting. That kind of goes along with the yeah, yeah. Okay, two people trying to rob the same bank at the same time. Could could this be like a period piece? Like, could we do this at a at you know in the old West days when robbing a bank was easier? Oh, I yeah. bet that happened all have, the time. Then we don't have to worry about cameras and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Because that's one thing. Because we did the the classic robber was a. Early yeah. episode yeah, and yeah, there are no cop cars, just Sheriff Bob on his horse. Yeah, and I bet that <laughs> definitely did happen all the time. You watch an old western, and it's like every episode someone's robbing the bank. Mm -hmm. Surely they got their schedules intertwined. Yeah. No, I was a uh, last last year. I watched Bonnie and Clyde like during quarantine, and it was just amazing, like how easy robbing a bank looked like I, back yeah. in the day. I thought that with Game of Thrones, like, man, you could just kill somebody. No one knows. Uh -huh. Yeah, those are the good old days. <laughs> yeah, back, back <laughs> no. when you could do that and just, you could just move somewhere else and start a new life. And then change your name to something like Billy the Kid, and then they yeah. would never know. Wait, yeah. is that Clarence? And I think, like, in, in Bonnie and Clyde, like, they were, like, kind of famous back in the day. Yeah. Like, they were in the newspaper and posing with people, and the police still couldn't catch them. Like, that wouldn't happen yeah. today. Who, some stand-up comedian has a bit where he talks about uh, it was so easy to rob a bank that they would literally <laughs> shoot their name into the wall with bullets <laughs> yeah. and just be like, it was uh, Mr. Gibbons and the Brady Bunch. <laughs> it, was, it was like, try and catch me, coppers. <laughs> The Brady, I, I missed that episode of the Brady Bunch. <laughs> okay, I think I think oh, we have I, something with the. Uh, this, nobody leaked this to Lauren, but <laughs> I've I've got since we said Brady. Okay, so I, she's never gonna, listening to this. Yeah, she would kill me if anybody said this to her. So don't be a snitch, listeners of Written By. <laughs> All twelve of you. <laughs> she said, "Who's the dad of the Brady Bunch?" And I was like, "Tom Brady." <laughs> she believed you she believed me <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it comes up in conversation later and, and she's like tom tom brady yeah <laughs> 
Okay, I think I think we have something yeah. with two people inexplicably sure. robbing a bank at the same time. Yeah, this and is one funny. of them could be named Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> but it would have to be like Thomas Brady. Yes. <laughs> and you gotta like get your cowboy voice, son. This town ain't big enough for the both of us. Here, I need my notebook. <laughs> Wait, I, I could almost picture... Oh, you guys, like, actually write down stuff, too? I, I have to. Like, whenever... Like, even if we're not recording, and, like, I'm working on ideas, or me and Robert's on the phone working on something, yeah. I have to write stuff down. Yeah. Yeah. Because then by the end of this, we'd just be trying to remember everything. <laughs> yeah. Well, mostly I just doodle. <laughs> <laughs> what if, like, one person's robbing the bank, he goes in, and, like, another person goes in at the same time, and they have that old West moment of this town ain't big enough for the two of us. One of us is going to have to kill you. But then like that standoff happens and then the sheriff comes in and it becomes like a three-way standoff. Yeah. We need the name of the bank so then we can be like, this Chesterson County bank ain't big enough for the moment. <laughs> I like Chesterson County. <laughs> Did you get that from somebody? I just pulled that out of nowhere. <laughs> What if, what if it just like we begin the film with like one standoff where two people are pointing the guns? A sheriff comes in and it's a three way standoff. What if we just continually add more and more people and it becomes like a <laughs> oh, 100 person standoff love, or something? I think the ending should be like no one actually robbed the bank. Yeah. So like they kind of all can just go home. Yeah. <laughs> or like they're too busy with the standoff like the bank teller just takes all the money and jets yeah, yeah. Like somebody like slips away and then they all realize they slipped away and it's a the you know a rabbit chase yeah. Yeah. and then as they're all hitting the sunset the credits <laughs> roll like an old western uh, i like the idea of like the sheriff shows up and he kicks down the door of Chesterton County Bank. And he pulls out his revolvers and he's like, what's going on here? And there's two bank robbers and they got black hats and scars. Uh -huh. I just poked myself in the eye. And, they're, and they got their guns aimed at each other. He's like, what's going on here? And then they're trying to explain what happened. And so we like, it's nonlinear. So we cut back to the first dude kicking down the door and be like, this is a holdup. And then, like, he's trying to get the money in the bag, and then the second dude comes in, and he kicks the door, and he goes, this is a hold-up. And he's like, no, I'm holding it up. No, I'm holding it up. This Chesterson County bank ain't big enough for the both of us. Mm. And then whenever we get the sheriff in, it'll just be petty stuff. Like, I got here first. Like, they're trying to yeah. plead to the sheriff about why they should be able to rob the bank. Yeah. <laughs> Does this, what if this ends with them all, like, being friends? It's like, they're stuck there in a standoff. No one can move. And so they just... <laughs> Someone like just kind of starts talking about their feelings. It's like, well, <laughs> I wanted to rob this bank. Oh, <laughs> what if they all have something in common? And that one thing in common is they all have the same ex-wife. <laughs> so it's like, he's like, so we've skipped ahead a but, lot. But it's a realization that yeah. they all make. They didn't yeah, know. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, well, why are you even robbing this bank? You probably don't even need the money. I need this money because my wife left and took all the money. Well, my wife left and took all the money. Well, what was your wife's name? Sue Ellen. <gasps> My name, my wife's name was Sue Ellen. And then the sheriff is currently married. Yeah, to Sue Ellen. And then oh. she's the one that robs the bank in the background and yeah. leaves. <laughs> okay, okay. But like, okay, the sheriff's currently married to Sue Ellen. And he's but like, then hey, he to arrest her. You don't be talking any crap about Sue Ellen. That's my wife you're talking about. <laughs> you keep Sue Ellen out of your mouth, you yeah. dirty, rotten bandit. And so, what if, okay, while they're stuck in the standoff, Sue Ellen robs the bank <laughs> and the sheriff is currently married to Sue Ellen who like just jetted ran out of town he's like all torn up about it these other two people know exactly what he's going through because um. she robbed them and so there's the moment where the robbers are comforting the sheriff and like hey it's okay do we have to do we have a moment where they catch Sue Ellen together and they become like a, a team of three like the Lone <laughs> Ranger and Tonto like they're a they're the bandit catchers now. I think it'd almost be like a... Because the sheriff's like a man of the law, mm. and these are two criminals. But they haven't robbed the bank yet. I guess So not. they're not guilty yeah. of a crime yet. Yeah. So okay. Then, okay, so then, yeah. Suella <laughs> is our surprise villain. Yeah. I think that's fun. Huh. <laughs> but then, so do we have a second act where they're chasing her down? <laughs> I think that's so. A, I think that's a little much. I think it... For a short film, it's got to yeah. be contained to like the one, one moment and the one location. Fair. But we could write a feature. Hey, <laughs> the three of us change the gimmick <laughs> of the pod. <laughs> um, like I think I think the film ends 
shortly after Suellen gets away with the money. And then there's like a bit of resolution. And she's just the the last shot is her riding away on a horse with a giant, like comically sized bag with <laughs> a big dollar sign on it. Yeah. And maybe like they snap out of it. So like they're in this Mexican standoff. Is that Texas problematic? Yeah. Is that problematic? This will take place in Chesterton County, Texas. So they're in a Chesterton County (laughs) standoff. (laughs) And uh, they have a moment where they're like, maybe I think what would be really funny is the sheriff's like, all right, you got here first. It's he gets to rob the bank. And then he turns around. He's like, give me the money. And the bank teller is like packing up for the day. And he's like, guys. That lady y'all walked, the sheriff walked in with, left with the money like 10 minutes ago. And then they're just like, Sue Ellen? Yeah. So, like, the sheriff could have a, a moment of frustration where he's like, oh, just, just steal the money. I'm yeah, tired yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or I was almost thinking maybe, like, in the three-way standoff situation, it almost becomes a dynamic where, like, the sheriff is the dad and the two robbers are, like, the kids that are so arguing. He's trying to do therapy with <laughs> Yeah, them, he's like, okay, talk out your feelings. Okay, who got here first? Yeah, I think we need to flesh out this part. I feel yeah, like this yeah. is the majority of the short. Exactly, yeah. Is this standoff. Okay, I think, I think, like, the whole arc of it, though, is, like, it starts with two robbers who are kind of ticked at each other, and then the sheriff who's like predisposed to hate both of them. And then somehow through the course of this standoff, they end up becoming friends with each other. Yeah. So do we, do we want to, do we want to show them trying to like interrupting each other's bank robberies or does this happen before the short started? It could just be like a little flash of a scene. Yeah. I think, I think we could start it real quick with, I just, I just like the, the image of, Maybe we're following just one robber. They busted. It's like, hey, this is a robbery. And then the camera just pans to the other door. And, and there's like, already like, someone robbing the bank. Well, no, he's come in at the same time. Yeah. Oh, and they say it in unison. Yeah. Oh, and then we can even have the bank teller be like, are y'all here together? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, so they point their guns at each other. It's like, hey, I was here first. No, I was here first. Uh, the teller is just kind of cowering behind the... Or what if instead of the sheriff, it's the teller. The teller has like a shotgun behind the desk. Oh, and he pulls he it out. He pulls it out. <laughs> yeah, because Old West Bank's got robbed all the time. Or then the yeah. two robbers try to run away, and then that's when the sheriff enters the scene. <laughs> oh, so there's a four-way standoff. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think the more character, the more distinct, funny characters we have, the yeah. better the story yeah. will be. So yeah. maybe the sheriff does show up, and then the sheriff is like, the bank teller is aiming the shotgun at the sheriff too, and the sheriff's uh-huh. like, "Put your gun down, I've got this." He's like, "I ain't putting it down. What if you try to rob me?" <laughs> and he's like, "Why would I try to rob you? I'm the sheriff. There's been bad sheriffs before. Like, I don't know." <laughs> yeah, that's funny. What's our sheriff's name? Uh. I would. I feel like it has to be like something middle initial last name. So it's like I'm Sheriff James E. Roscoe. <laughs> James E. Roscoe. I like that has a ring to it. Is that Western or is that a Southern? I think the Smoking the Bandit movies dude was named Roscoe. We've got huh. a Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles in Atlanta. Oh, we do. Yeah. Okay. He's <laughs> like, oh, all right. <laughs> that settles it. That settles it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll just do James E. Roscoe. Or wait a minute. What if to uh, just to keep the standoff alive? Because, yeah, if if the bank teller has a shotgun and is pointed at the two robbers and the sheriff comes in, I think it'd probably end up being a situation where like the teller and the sheriff both gang up on the two robbers. And then at that point, um, the sheriff's just trying to defuse the situation and like talk him down. Yeah. Yeah. So while you guys were talking about important things, Sheriff James Wayne, like John Wayne, uh, but they're uh, like, but he's a really skinny dude. And then yeah. Jones, like Earl Jones, but not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so his name's Sheriff James Wayne, right? So they're like, Sheriff James, but he's really skinny and like frail. And they go, Sheriff Slim Jim. Like that's his nickname, Slim Jim. Can we give him two last names? James Wayne Jones. <laughs> James Wayne Jones. <laughs> Sheriff James Wayne Jones. Yeah, that's really good. And he's played by John Wayne. Howdy there, J Pilgrim. in the building. Howdy there, Pilgrim. I'm Sheriff James Wayne Jones. Slim Jim in the streets. <laughs> 
And then uh, one of the robbers should be named Tex. Tex, yeah. And he has a scar. And he's maybe dumb. No, he's like he's like the real evil guy. Like he's the one that's like. And then the other one, there's always that like dumb bank robber. Yeah. His name can be dumb. How about Flapjack? I like that. Yeah. What do you okay. think, Robert? Yeah, I was I was just thinking, what if what if okay, so we have the two robbers coming at the same time. Flatback flapjack and the text. teller brings out a gun, the sheriff comes in. What if they're all talking for a little bit? And it's like the sheriff's trying to mediate. Like the sheriff's goal is to get everyone to put their weapons down mm-hmm. and leave. What if as he's trying to do that, like just another robber comes in, just like <laughs> you know, That's like really fifteen minutes later, it's like this is the stick. Whoa, what's going yeah. on in here? It's Kicks like, it down. Howdy, y'all. Get in line, buddy. The first one's like, yeah, get in line, pal. And then so he pulls out his gun. Yeah. <laughs> and the sheriff's like, not again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we have uh, Flapjack and Tex are yeah. the first two robbers that come in. Yeah. Um, the teller, Stuart, because I feel like that's a nerdy that, name. Yeah, that works. He pulls out his shotgun and he's like, I ain't, oh, yeah, y'all need to figure out y'all's problems so that y'all can decide who's robbing me so I can shoot that person. Because <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I'm a good man. I don't yeah, shoot someone yeah. who ain't committed a crime yet. And then the sheriff busts in, and he's like, what's going on here? I'm Sheriff James Wayne Jones. <laughs> if I become a pro wrestler, that's my name. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good gimmick. And then, so then they start trying to figure everything out. Another, Another bank robber comes, comes in. in. This time, it's a female bank robber um, named Sue Ellen. Yeah. Because mm. well, also, I think another gag we could do is this new robber comes in, and like Flapjack is like, hey, get in line. I was here yeah. first. That opens up the whole debate again. The sheriff's trying to mediate. What if uh what if the sheriff's wife comes in? What if sheriff is late for dinner? This has been like the seventh time this week. She's fed up. The wife comes in with a gun and is like, all right, y'all gotta end this right now. We got guests over. He's gotta be over dinner. What if the teller is like, who's that? And the sheriff goes, my wife and then the other and then Tex used to be my wife and then the other guy that then, used to be my and wife we do the bit where yeah. they all used to be married to, to uh-huh. this. <laughs> that's funny I think we have fun characters and we have a loose plot we just need to nail down an actual outline of like yeah so, what's happening so I think uh I think we're getting at something with like the sheriff is trying to mediate and it ends with all these opposing forces kind of being friends I think uh Instead of having Sue Ellen like get away with the money, mm-hmm. I think in the situation we've currently outlined, the last person you would suspect to rob the bank would be the teller. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. think while the sheriff is mediating with all the different robbers and his wife, like the teller sneaks away with the money. Yeah, and then leaves his two week notice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, I, I really like that idea. My idea might be too complicated. What if they turn and they're like, Teller Stewart and he's gone. I'm like, what in the world? And they look over the counter and they see the actual teller tied up, and that was another bank robber <laughs> that was there first. <laughs> and then he pretended to be the teller when the other guys oh, came that's, in. That's fun. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's cool. What is <laughs> <This is> ridiculous? <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Uh, <laughs> Part of me just wants to lead in the comedy of adding in like more and more people. Like, yeah. what if someone from the outside, since bank robbers were kind of like celebrities back then, what if somebody from the outside is like, yo, it's Flapjack, can I get a picture? And then everyone points his guns at him <laughs> and he's scared, so he pulls out his gun. Yeah. And, it's like, <laughs> and then can we have like a saw come through the ceiling and then it cuts a hole and another robber drops yeah, down? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> He's like, what are you doing here? I'm here to rob the bank, <laughs> sheriff. And then like the the milk delivery boy like comes in, <laughs> but also he has a gun because it's the West. <laughs> it's it's the old West. Everybody, Everybody has a gun. Has a gun. Okay, okay. Guns. I think we're getting a little convoluted. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we need to I think pull back a little. To, we need to nail down just the central conflict. I feel like it all comes back to the sheriff, flapjack, and Tex. Yeah. And I think once we settled their differences. We could have as many other people with guns as we want, and they'll just kind of follow yeah. suit. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> why? Okay. So the sheriff's motivation is, uh, you know, this is the old west. Uh, shootouts could get pretty crazy, and entire towns could get massacred. He's trying yeah. not to have that happen. Doesn't so he's want to mess with the economy. Yeah. <laughs> Leave the money there. <laughs> so that's that's his motivation. So 
what are Flapjack and Tex's motivations for robbing the bank? Why is it so important that they get this money? I think Flapjack's hungry. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's just a... I think Flapjack is dumb. He's poor. What if what if he was a gambling addict and he he's gambled away all his money? Yeah. And he's yeah, a okay. drunk. Yeah. yeah. What if one's a drunk and one's a gambler and they realize, oh, we aren't that different. We both have these vices that... <laughs> and it gets like really deep and it's like, well, my father... He wasn't there for me when I was a child. Yeah. yeah. Neither was mine, Flapjack. Neither was mine. <laughs> uh, what's Tex's motivation? I feel like Tex is like a professional criminal. Yeah. Like, he goes town to town robbing banks. Oh, so Tex is like the kind of Bonnie and Clyde. Like, he's, he's yeah. been in the papers. He's, he's got celebrity. bounties yeah. out for him. It's not yeah. his first rodeo, to, yeah. so to speak. He's got a cool <laughs> nickname like Tex. He's got an mm-hmm. eye patch. So, so Flapjack probably feels like he deserves the money because he's poor and needs to eat. Yeah. And te- for Tex, this is just, you know, for his celebrity. But then Tex, on the other hand, you know, maybe he's feeling a little bit insecure about his place in the bank robbery world and just needs one good job yeah. to put him back on top. That's funny. He, the, what the if, what if he's not there anymore? Yeah. <laughs> his wife's about to leave him. It's like, oh no. It's just, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, there's not as many wanted posters out there for me as I <laughs> used to have. I used to be the most famous bank robber in the world. Yeah. And now I'm just Tex. And I've been robbing more banks than I used to. So I guess people just don't like me. Oh, yeah. wait. When the fan comes in, <laughs> the fan comes in. It's like, hey, you're Tex. My dad's a big fan of you. <laughs> and like, then Tex is like, oh. <laughs> he's like, oh. Yeah, maybe he's like a celebrity out of his time. Well, let's, yeah. let's change. I love the idea of like Grandpappy's a fan of you. It's like there just aren't as many wanted posters. Like my face used to be plastered all over. I was this a region. I was a genuine celebrity. <laughs> so I have kind of everything diagrammed so that way we don't get too convoluted. Yeah. So we have Tex, Flapjack, the sheriff trying to de-escalate everything. Yep, James Wayne Jones. <laughs> <laughs> we have the teller, Stuart, and then we have a bunch of people come in, like the fan of Tex. Yeah. We have the wife. Yeah. And then, uh, and then uh, we f- the end, we find out that Stuart, the bank teller, wasn't actually the bank teller. He was also a bank robber who gets away with the money. Yeah, yeah. Okay, one more small detail. Yes. So uh, the sheriff is supposed to be home for dinner, right? Yeah. What if Flapjack asks if he can go eat with them because the reason he's oh. there is because he was hungry. What if, what if they all, like, after they realize the dude got away with the money, they're all, like, kind of shocked. But they're all kind of friends now. And so the sheriff is like, well, my wife made us a meal. You want to go? Yeah, that's perfect. And yeah. then they all just chill. And like, <laughs> so we end with like a big dinner table scene. Yeah. Oh, and they're all eating and they're laughing. Yeah. And like the camera's pulling out and it's like the end of a Christmas movie. Exactly. Um, yes. <laughs> which one's the alcoholic? Because somebody could just have uh, a bottle of whiskey. Uh, Flapjack is. Yeah. Flapjack yeah. is the well, alcoholic. Flapjack, that, that'll be a visual gag. He'll put whiskey on his pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think okay. we got something here. Yeah, so let's just, like, get into, yeah, just the relationship between Flapjack, Tex, or just, like, how they work out their stuff, you know? Because, like, the conflict comes from Tex needs one more good job because there aren't as many wanted posters. Flapjack is a drunk and lost all his money, mm-hmm. and that's why he needs the money. Stewart's got to, like, get them both to calm down, so how? Okay, let's start at the beginning. Tex comes in first. Or no, we, we decided they kind of come in at the same time. Yeah. Tex and Flapjack. Yeah, like what, five Boom. seconds apart? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, very, yep. very small window. Tex busts in. This is a holdup. Boom. This is a holdup. <laughs> huh? And the bank teller's like, huh. You know, he's got his hands up. He's like, whoa, 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 I don't want any trouble, boys. And then Tex is like, hold on, I'm robbing this bank, not you. And Flapjack's like, no, I'm robbing this bank, not you. And Tex is like, I was here first. And then the bank teller pulls out a shotgun. And he's like, I don't care which one of y'all got here first. Y'all settle it out. Yeah. And then... Um, Wait, so which one entered first? Tex. So yeah. then Flapjack can say, well, I was here second, and two is more than one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then maybe Stuart can say something like, Wait, are both of you robbing me? Or just one of you robbing yeah. me? And then they each say, one of us. And they're yeah. like, no. One of us. Well, 
<laughs> One of them could say, uh, well, we're both robbing you, but I'm robbing him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what can happen. Texas like, well, I was here first. He was like, fine. But the second you get done robbing him, I'm robbing you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not if I rob you first. <laughs> yeah. And then the sheriff busts in. Uh-huh. And the sheriff's like, what's going on here? Stewart goes, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's robbing me. Yeah. They can't figure it out. And Tex is like, I was here first, Sheriff. I deserve to rob the place. Now, I think Stewart's about to, like, shoot both of them. And the Sheriff's trying not to have things escalate. So oh, okay. He's like, I don't know which one of these people was robbing me, so I'm just about to shoot both of them. Sheriff's like, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do Maybe that. Maybe Stewart should seem over eager. Like, I've been waiting for this bank to yeah. get robbed. And oh, he pulls out a because shotgun. the twist of the end is he's a bank robber. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that's funny if he's kind of, like, really uh-huh. murderous. <laughs> that's an Easter egg, kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Foreshadowing. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so he's like, he's like, I don't care which one of you is robbing me. I'm shooting you both. And then the sheriff busts in. And he's like, what's going on? Now he has to de-escalate the situation. Yeah, so, okay, okay. So both of these people... I think the sheriff has to like tap into like they're they're robbing the bank because of like things they're insecure about yeah. like Tex basically like if Tex feels like he's enough then he doesn't have to rob the bank if Flapjack could get could kick his alcohol addiction and get his life back together then he doesn't have to rob the bank mm. so I feel like the sheriff has to like get those people on the right track to like fixing both of those things about themselves. So is the sheriff our main character then like our protagonist? I guess. Okay. So we're kind of seeing the world through his eyes. Yeah. There should be a lot of yelling and then he strikes. I almost, I feel like, I feel like the sheriff is the Ted Lasso of the situation. Yeah. Super nice guy. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I like the idea of there being a lot of yelling. It's very chaotic. Guns are getting switched, swatched, and then the sheriff shows up and then everybody's pointing a gun at somebody else. And he goes, what's going on here? I'm Sheriff James Wayne Jones. <laughs> and they're like, how do you, how do you begin that de-escalation? So, okay. Maybe the sheriff needs to be like. Maybe, maybe. Okay. Cause one of our characters is an alcoholic. Yeah. Son. During the standoff, he like pulls out a flask and like, maybe that gives the sheriff a clue. And mm. they're like, I feel like the standoff, like. They each like have their guns out and no one can move. So like it's going to get boring and quiet at some point. So like, yeah, it starts off where they're yelling at each other, but then they run out of things to yell about. and They're just standing there. With that would be funny. Pointed. And then the sheriff's just standing there quiet. Yeah. JWJ. And then <laughs> JWJ. Yeah. Then Flapjack pulls out a flask. And, and then what if uh, JWJ says, son, why are you doing this? <laughs> Like Doctor Phil, or yeah. maybe he says something like, uh, I can "Or, or I think I think Flapjack could actually like start it off because he could be like, because since Tex is kind of like a name and people know who he is, Flapjack is like, hey, I got here. Wait, no, Tex got here first, but Flapjack is like, I know you got here first, but I need this more than you. I should be robbing this bank. You've you've robbed enough banks. Okay, I've seen your Hold posters on. everywhere. I think I got us an organic way to get into this. Okay, Sheriff busts in." What's that? Or what would, would they say? Freeze back then? What would they say? Uh, maybe. Uh, Yee doggy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so he kicks in the door. He's like, "What's going on here?" And then he goes, "Wait a second. Are you Tex?" <laughs> I feel like he needs a like a bandit nickname. Uh, like, are you are you left handed Tex? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, "What's it to you?" And then Flapjack goes, "Wait a second. You're left handed Tex." You got all the money in the world. You're a famous bank robber. What could you possibly need to be here for? Wait, no, he's got to be like, oh, you're left-handed Tex. I couldn't tell your hair is gray now. <laughs> oh, yeah, and that really strikes a yeah. nerve. It's, but yeah, you're left-handed Tex. Well, then you don't need this money. You've robbed all these banks. Just let me rob a bank. Yeah, I ain't got no money. And then the yeah. sheriff's like, well, hold on. Why are you robbing the bank? He's like, well... I don't know. I need money. <laughs> I need money. And he's like, well, why don't you just get a job, son? We're hiring down at the general store. And he's like, I can't hold a job. I'm a drunk. And my daddy was a drunk and his daddy was a drunk and we're cursed to be drunks. And the sheriff goes, well, son, you don't, you don't got to do that just because your dad did. And my dad was a drunk. 
But I yeah. like my dad. What if yeah. I want to be like? <laughs> yeah. That would be really funny. <laughs> but I like my dad, my yeah. pa. And then, and then that's when uh, Tex butts in, and he's like, "Whoa, what are we talking about? All y'all got to get out of my bank. I'm yeah. robbing this bank." And then that's when Stewart's like, "Your bank? This is my bank." <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Sure, if I'm gonna kill them all," and he's like, "Calm down, calm down, bank man." Or actually, what if what if we don't even like after the sheriff butts in, we don't see Stewart at all to give so us the forget window. about him. Okay, yeah. that's smart. So that way the audience forgets about Stewart. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Wait. A, okay. Okay. <laughs> we could try to. We could. We could use these other people that come in to like kick off conversations. So like when the sheriff wife comes in and says you're late for dinner, that could like that could like flapjack and think about man. I remember my family. My daddy used to drink so much. I guess that's where I got it from. And then uh, when the fan comes in and it's like, hey, Tex, can I get a, can I get an autograph? My granddad's a great, big fan of you. Grand that's what Tex yeah. is like, man, I just need one more good job to get back on top. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so we have a moment where you see Flapjack's motivation for robbing the bank. And then we see Tex's motivation for robbing the bank. And then that's when the sheriff knows what to do. And it's like, hey, Flapjack, it's never too late to turn your life around. You don't need to be doing this. We got we got a bunch of people down at the local church that'll help you out, get you on your feet. Yeah. And Tex, I've I used to watch you as a kid. You're one of the best goddamn bank robbers <laughs> out there. And no. you can't let anyone tell you different. Even if it even if you know, even everyone has illegal. their day. Yeah, even if it is but I do like the idea of like He's like hyping up the bank robber, yeah. And, but instead of like hyping up, and be like you're the best bank robber. He's like, you don't have to relive your glory days. Yeah, you can have a next chapter in life. He's like, I need what's the like the, the deputy? I need a new deputy. And you know just about anything about a criminal that a criminal's gonna know. Yeah. Why don't you come work for me? I just invented a new concept. It's called a consultant. You could <laughs> consult. We've never had a left-handed feller like yourself. Yeah. The That's a, a, co- a commodity. Yeah. And he's You'll like, help the department meet their diversity quotas. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, you really think a man like me can make an honest living after everything I've done? And the sheriff's like, I don't see why not. I used to be a bank robber too. And they're like, oh, and what? the door gets kicked down and it's the sheriff's wife. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and then I think I think that's okay, it. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. So we get a we get Flapjack's motivation, we get Texas motivation, and then we get the big monologue from the sheriff. And then at the end of that, I feel like both other robbers are kind of like you know, they're kind of teary-eyed, but trying not to show it. And then maybe, okay, because they start off with a three-way standoff. What if the three-way standoff just turns into a three-way hug and they're all hugging? But then uh, <laughs> as as they're hugging, the sheriff, like, notices some commotion from behind yeah. the bank counter. And that's when all three of them walk over there and notice. Or maybe they hear the something like, t- mm! Yeah. Mm! Like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what in the world? And they walk over there and they see him, the original bank teller, yeah. tied like duct tape or hog tied, hog tied yeah. uh, down to the ground. He's like, mm, mm. and the sheriff rips his tape off his mouth or whatever, takes the rope out of his mouth. He's like, what's going on? He's like, I'm the bank teller. The other guy was a bank robber. I'm the real Stuart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Stuart. And they're like, what? And then we cut and we see the fake. Stewart, yeah, the bank robber on a horse, on a horse, yeah, right yeah. with his the big, sunset. comedically yeah. large, but and he rides off, and the sheriff goes, "Well, I guess this was for nothing." And Flapjack pulls out his flask and he goes, "Not for nothing, sheriff." And he pours out all of his alcohol and he's like, "Your wife's making dinner," <laughs> and they all leave. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's beautiful. And then we get beautiful. the Robertson yeah. Duck Dynasty family. Exactly. Dinner scene. exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. I love it because like the sheriff just helped these people out, and now he's feeling down. But then the the two robbers <laughs> like are like it's kind of a social commentary exactly. on how the police should probably try to deescalate situations <laughs> instead yeah. of resorting to violence yeah. immediately. 
Even though most of police training is weapons training. <laughs> yeah, this is me and Roberts really hit our pretentious yeah. Yeah. filmmaking. This story about the black experience brought to you by three <laughs> white guys in a church. <laughs> one of them is wearing a gold chain. <laughs> we'll let little, you guess which one. Doing a little appropriating on the written by a podcast. Hey, man, I'm wearing brand new <laughs> Nikes. I'm not a materialistic person, yeah. but I was happy when I wore these today. I oh, felt yeah, happy, yeah. man. And my mom bought these for me yesterday. <laughs> but yeah, the black experiences. <laughs> so yeah, that's a short. I think we yeah, got it. That's yeah. a good one too. I hope if we get rid of the horse at the end, can we make this? <laughs> We've been honestly though. Yeah, we need. We're running out of year. Our goal was to make at yeah. least two short films this year. Yeah, I, I'd love to play the teller who's tied up. <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta do something soon. Yeah, I think I can go. <laughs> yeah, part of it's just uh, I've ended up doing more on the post side of yeah. the last short than I yeah. originally thought I would. It's looking really good. I, I recorded the outro for the last episode earlier today, but uh, we uh, we got a complete audio mix Dude, as of so yesterday. Fun. So nice. we should be hearing. It's a huge hurdle. The, uh, we should be hearing from the graphic designer soon. Oh, nice. Cool. If All she right. can't do it, we're going to find another graphic designer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we open. Flapjack is a robber and he's got a gun and he busts through the doors of a bank. He's like, All right, everyone, this is the stick up. The camera pans to the other door on the other side. Another robber, left handed Tex, has also walked in and he's also got a gun out and he's also saying it right after him. All right, everyone, this is a stick up. They both look at each other. Two robbers in the same bank at the same time. They instantly point their guns at each other. He's like, What are you doing here? I don't know. What are you doing here? Uh, the person behind the counter, his name is Stuart, the teller. He pulls out a shotgun, points it at them, and he's like, hey, who, who's robbing my bank? Both of you were just one. And they're all like, just one of us. And he's like, well, whoever's robbing me, I don't want to shoot anyone that's not robbing me, but if you're robbing me, I'm going <laughs> to shoot you. And he's like, no, but I was here first. I'm robbing the bank. No, I'm robbing the bank. Well, if you can't decide, I'm just going to shoot both of you. I've been waiting to shoot someone. I've just been waiting with this shotgun behind this thing. This job is so boring. I'm fantasized about shooting someone. And then that's when the sheriff busts in and he pulls his gun out. This is Sheriff James Wayne Jones, dude with three last names. He points his gun. He's like, what's going on here? Who, who's robbing this bank? And he's like, no, I'm robbing the bank. No, I'm robbing the bank. And he also, he looks at Tex. He's like, wait. Are you left-handed Tex? He's like, yes, I am. It's like, wow. Didn't know we had a celebrity bank robber in here. And then Flapjack's like, oh, you're left-handed Tex? I didn't recognize you with the gray hair. And you used to see Tex just kind of in his feelings over that. Anyway, they're arguing about who robbed the bank. And they're in a, a three-way standoff where they're each pointing a gun at the other. And Tex is like, I was here first. I deserve to get to rob this bank. And then Flapjack's like, well, well, you're left-handed Tex. You don't need the money. See, you, you robbed all these banks. Like, I, I need the money here. Why don't you let me rob the bank? And the sheriff's like, wait, why do, why do you need the money? It's like, I lost my job. It's part of being a drunk, I guess. Just can't hold down a job, but I, you know, I still need to eat. And then a uh, sheriff wife comes in with a gun and he's like hey you're late for dinner the seventh day in a row we got family over you better get out of here he's like hold on honey and then flapjack's like man i used to have a family <laughs> alcohol runs in our family and so there's there's where that went <laughs> and then a, a fan of tex walks in he's like yo I heard left-handed text. I heard you were here. Can I get an autograph? My, my grandpappy's a big fan of you. And he's like, man, everyone shut up. Just, I, I deserve to rob this bank. I'm robbing this bank. And the sheriff's like, wait, why, why do you need to rob the bank? You've robbed all these other banks. He's like, well, truth is, not not as hot in the bank robbing community as I usually used to be. Uh... Just don't, there aren't as many wanted posters out there as before with me. Man, my face used to be all over this city, this town, this this western United States region, but not so much anymore. And that's when the sheriff's like, okay, look, uh, a flapjack. 
I know you're poor, but there, there are other ways to make money, and you aren't alone. There are people here who could help you, and I could, I could help you out with that. And Tex, you don't gotta relive your glory days. You can, you can transition on just fine. Truth is, like, no, no, you are enough. No one can take that away from you. What you've done, because truth is, I used to watch you rob banks. I was inspired by you. I actually used to be a bank robber too, and then they all like gasp collectively, and then they're all just kind of like crying, but trying not to show up. And the sheriff's like, "All right, bring it in." They all let their weapons down. The three-way standoff turns into a three-way hug, and they're all like letting loose with each other. But then uh, the sheriff hears some some commotion from behind the counter. It's like, "Wait, what's going on there?" All three of them walk over to the counter and look behind it. And they see the real bank teller tied up and gagged. He was like, <laughs> and sheriff's like, sheriff undoes the gag and is like, what? What happened to you? It's like that Stewart fella. He got away with the money. All three of them <laughs> run out of the bank, and they catch a a Stewart on horseback with a comically large bag of money, run away into the sunset. The sheriff's looking kind of down. He's like, oh man, I guess that was all for nothing. Flapjack and Tex walk up to him. Flapjack takes out a flask, pours out the whiskey. He's like, well, wasn't for nothing. I heard your wife's making dinner. (laughs) And you just cut to a shot of the sheriff and his family and Tex and Flapjack. And the teller's still tied up. (laughs) Yeah, the teller's there too, but he's still tied up. They're all enjoying a meal. (laughs) The egg cut to black. Wow. All right, I've got a lot of name ideas for this one. Okay. This one's been fun. All right, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pitch some names, and you guys tell me when, which one you like the most. Right. I'm going to start weak and end strong. All right, okay. so uh, both bandits. Okay. This bank's not big enough. <laughs> okay. Right. Two bandits, one bank. <laughs> uh, the Chesterson County stick-up. Concurrent cowboys. <laughs> okay. Simultaneous stick up and doppelbanker, <laughs> like doppelganger. <laughs> I like the the Chesterson County stick up and then simultaneous stick up. I think those are both solid. Yeah, I like yeah. a I like Chesterson County stick up. I also I kind of like both bandits. Uh, mm. Both bandits. Yeah. I like two yeah. bears, one cave a lot. <laughs> <laughs> two bandits, one bank. Yeah, I think a. Yeah, I think that that Chesterson County stick up. I think that's a fun title. Cool. And this has been the Chesterson County Stick Up, written by Robert Therrell, Chase Bridges, drum rolling post, and P.D. Bachman. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was good stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I want to make this now. You, yeah. probably, you guys probably have that right. problem every week. Yeah, every yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey, what's up? Thank you so much for listening to that episode. Uh, it's a funny story. Last time I was doing this outro, I sounded a little different, said I had a runny nose. Uh, turns out I had COVID. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm doing fine. My symptoms were really mild at first, so it, it didn't even occur to me. That that's something I could have, but started coming down with a fever later, but I'm doing fine pretty sure everyone i came in contact with tests the negative my symptoms are pretty much gone at this point my quarantine time is almost up so we're all doing good but uh yeah make make sure you're getting vaccinated y'all uh this this delta variant which is almost certainly what i got feel feels a lot more tangible than the first wave of this like i'm I'm seriously, I'm seeing several people on my Facebook that I know weren't vaccinated, ending up in the hospital, being on ventilators. There's a long recovery process ahead of them. I got the vaccine. All I had was a fever and a stuffy nose for a few days. So get that vaccine, y'all. It's written by fam. I'm going to be honest with you. We don't have enough listeners for y'all to be dropping dead out here. We need y'all carrying the name of this podcast out there. So uh, stay safe, get vaccinated, spread the word. Uh, Listen, if you want to submit a topic that goes into our bowl that we draw from at the beginning of each episode, 
you could email that to writtenbypodcast at gmail.com. We got some emails this past week. We love reading them, love interacting with y'all and the show in that way. So yeah, writtenbypodcast at gmail.com. Anyway, I'm Robert. Chase is the co-host. You can follow me at Robert two underscores Isaac and Chase at Chase Bridges two underscores. Our cover art was designed by Taylor Logry. You can find her at Taylor Logry Design. This song was produced by myself and Andrew Simmons. You can find him at Music by Drew. It's music by DRU or his own podcast, Home Studio Hangout, where he discusses all things music production and, and mindfulness. They're doing Mindfulness Month over there. Love listening to it. Uh, hey, make sure to subscribe, to share, leave a review. We're still a new show. I mean, we've been at this for a while, but we're still a relatively new show, and we're trying to grow. So uh, whatever, whatever really helps, y'all. We love y'all. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. I'm out.